5: Good morning, Western New York, and welcome to Hammer Time Radio. Uh, You have Phil Cortez in the studio today, filling in for my father, Um, and I'm joined with a very special guest today. He is basically uh, an extension of the Cortez family, if you will, Uh, Mr. Todd Schmiegel from Joseph Schmiegel Plumbing and Heating and Cooling. Morning, Todd. How are you? Good morning, Phil. Good to hear you again, and good to be with you again. Thank you. Thank you. So we're going to be answering any of your home improvement questions today, any plumbing questions and actually any geothermal questions that you might have, too. Todd is well-versed in many different facets of the um, plumbing, heating, and cooling world. So if you'd like to get involved with the conversation, the phone number to reach us is at is 803-0930 or 1-800-616-WBEN. So good morning, Todd. How are you today? I'm fantastic, Phil. Thanks for
1: having well, me back. And like I said, there's so many things we can talk about. Uh, one of the biggest questions I have in the plumbing world is, is sump pumps, and everyone thinks it's an everyday object in your basement that you should forget about, but there's a little bit of maintenance, a little bit of cleaning you can do, and then uh, backup sump pump. How to properly install them is is also a great question Our discussion we can have uh, to make sure they're properly installed, Phil.
5: That was one big question I first came to with with, uh, today is when do you know it needs to be maintained? When do you need to know that it has to be
1: worked on? Well, simply put, the more it runs on a daily basis, uh, you know, through the storms or even without a storm, um the shorter the longevity the longevity is so you should be changing it maybe proactively every couple of years mm-hmm. uh, if it doesn't run that often well you should check it throw a couple of buckets of water and then every now and then make sure it's working
5: it's moving yeah. moving the water yeah. now you mentioned with regards to uh, backup and i know there's a couple different types mm-hmm. of backup and there's some people that swear by battery backup by yeah. siphon backup is there a preference that you prefer um,
1: i like the water backups
5: better for years i was
1: doing the battery backups and they were great until the battery died when you had a long power outage and and then what do you do mm-hmm. so the water power it has an advantage where they're going to run as long as they have incoming water into the house.
5: So that works off the water pressure that's in the what, supply line. Correct, yes. If you have a well system, obviously it's not going to work
1: because you need power to power the well pump. And so that wouldn't be a uh, you know something you can install. But if you have water, city water, county water, whatever coming in, it's it's a great alternative. They work fantastic. But the biggest thing about them, you've got to remember they have two separate discharges going out the building. You can't tie them in together. Simply put, if one of the check valves fails, you're pumping water back into the basement again if it's commonly piped. Two pipes going outside is the way to do it.
5: So what do you mean by that if it's not... You lost me with that one.
1: Okay. Well, each pump has its own discharge pipe going outside onto its Meaning
5: the sump pump and then the backup pump. Correct. Yes. Like,
1: yeah. And, and if they are tied together in the basement, just picture that check valve that holds the water back. If that fails, and they do fail, mm-hmm. the water's going to come right back into your basement again and, and
5: make actually the problem worse. Yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. I, I have a, a, a siphon system at home, and it is nice to have that peace of mind that, you know, God forbid we have another storm like we had that, that one year when everyone's sump pump failed, um, you don't really have that to worry about. Um, but that there always is the concern. You look at that that fixture in the basement. Is, is it working? Is it doing what it's supposed to do? Yeah. You know, And are you relying on the backup? That's another thing that I've always been concerned about. Is that something that you're not even aware of that the sump pump may be?
1: Well, what you should do is unplug your normal sump pump. Uh, it act like a power failure stick mm-hmm. a garden hose into your sump pump because it might take a while for the water to fill up and then see if your
5: backup sump pump is uh is doing its job understood yeah. understood um <clears throat> with regards to you know regular maintenance and, and and so on is there cleaning that needs to be done No,
1: nah, not necessarily if you're Sump pump pit is uh, is dirty or filled with stones. Maybe mm-hmm. you can you can get I've in heard of that off. too,
5: where people get stones stuck in the impeller and and you know they kick it and it starts working again There's something <laughs> yeah. along those lines. Yeah. And oh. <laughs> my response to that is, I don't know if you should be kicking your sump pump. No, it's that, probably not a good thing no. to be knocking it around with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so either. <laughs> <laughs> well, with, with regards to um, the testing, like you said, hmm. the five gallon pail I've heard about the hoses is, is something. And I remember as a kid, for whatever reason, my father reaching in and cleaning out the. The supply lines that come to well, it, and I, I don't know if no, know. That, that's your drain tile that picks
1: up the water around the perimeter of your mm-hmm. basement. And, and once again, depending on the age of your house, if you have plastic uh, drain tile, that can be cleaned with a like a high pressure uh, water jet. Um, that's not a bad thing to do, but it's uh, you know check just check the inside of your sump pump pit. I guess is a way to put mm-hmm. it. If
5: there's there's junk down there, then clean then it clean out. Clean it out. Yeah. Yep. Um, <clears throat> you mentioned that every few years. This should be something that does get replaced. You if
1: know. it if it's used enough, yeah. Well,
5: what is a few years? Five, six, seven years? Well, I would you know if if it's actively being used, uh, two
1: years, and mm-hmm. which might seem like well that's that's quite often, but you know is it worth a couple hundred bucks yeah. compared to the damage in your basement? Yeah. Um, there's different parts of, the, of our area that, that suffer more water than others. Uh, if you're on a hill and everything slopes down, your pump probably doesn't run that much. If you're in parts of Amherst that were notorious mm-hmm. for having water on a bright, beautiful day like today coming into your sump pump, well, I'd be changing it more often then.
5: My neighborhood is very unusual with that. I have, I, Mine doesn't run very often, thank God. I'm on, I'm on a bedrock shelf, but right across yeah. the street, They have two sump pumps that run continuously.
1: Yeah, it could be on a, a, not a well, but a spring. that that, uh, Yeah, and that's what I think they
5: they ended up finding out from, I think it was the health department or someone they called, um, because they couldn't figure out. They thought it had, you know, water leak or something's wrong, Mm -hmm. but it's just Mother Nature sending things a a different way. And you're not going to win against Mother Nature. No, not at all. (laughs) Um, The other thing that we we talked about briefly um, with regards to um, uh, sump pumps is, is there brands, is there something you should be looking for when you are – going to purchase. Uh, well, the manufacturers, whatever you choose, there's a lot
1: of good ones out there, but uh, I'd rather see a submersible sump pump than an upright. Upright were pumps from days of years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the downside of them is they're, they're noisier because the motor's up above grade. Uh, if you do get so much water in your basement, it can actually cover up the motor and short the motor out. I mean, God forbid we get that much water. And plus, this, uh, a submersible sump pump is going to be quieter. It's, mm-hmm. it's in the hole, it's underwater,
5: it's going to be a quieter operation. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Um, you know, we talked about, re- uh, briefly as we, we started The other services and other mm-hmm. things that you are interested in the big mm-hmm. thing that you know we, we we've known for years mm-hmm. is that you're really interested in the geothermal world and mm-hmm. you were involved in buffalo geothermal um i wish i knew more about that topic yeah. and i know we talked briefly when i was looking to possibly do it at my house mm-hmm. you know the, the pros the cons the ups and downs yeah. um so i'd love to learn a little bit more about that too as well
1: well i could talk for hours about geothermal quite <laughs> honestly. so we have to limit it but a couple of weeks ago or a month or so ago you had uh, noco on here yeah. and then and, and the gentleman did a fantastic job talking about geothermal of course i was excited to hear about someone else talking about and getting into the trade just think about the energy savings that you can have by putting a product in your house that is so clean and so efficient and and modern not to mm-hmm. mention this is just a better way of heating and cooling your house you don't have to pay the the the, the price hike of uh, national fuel that's coming up here as soon as we're seeing on tv mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't even know where you want to get started with that subject, but we have to talk about how we're going to get a loop field into a, a building and then how you can distribute it throughout your house, you know, a new house, an existing house.
5: Just, so that loop field, that that is what goes out into the yard. Correct. And yeah. that collects the, the energy the yeah. energy yeah. or yeah. The, yeah. The, the overall temperature yeah. that's in the ground? Yeah. Geothermal is nothing more than a heat pump. And a heat mm-hmm. pump is
1: nothing more than really an air conditioning system working forwards and backwards. What I mean by that, when it's working forward, it's air conditioning. When it's working backwards, it's heating. So a traditional air conditioning system gets its energy from the air that's outside. A geothermal system or ground source gets it from the ground. Mm-hmm. it's that much more efficient than an air source heat pump.
5: So you can retrofit houses well, to sure. this. It's
1: not something yeah. that has to be done with a new build. No, no, you can retrofit them. Some are easier than others, and you know some you might even want to steer away with because you don't have enough outside space to work with or the infrastructure, the distribution system uh, can be you know challenging. And you, know, you have to look at your return on investment. Of course, mm-hmm. I want to see everybody
5: have it, but it's all about your return on investment, how much you're going to spend up front and when you're going to pay for it. Understood. Yeah. Now, is there certain areas of town that, they may not work as well. I mean, I know, like I mentioned, I'm, I'm right on bedrock. Does yeah. that, that pose a problem?
1: Oh, no, no. Bedrock is actually a great. When a well driller comes in, the, the more rock, the less casing they have to put in. Mm-hmm. So when you're drilling that hole and they only have
5: to put 10-foot of casing to get past the mud into the rock, that, that's great. That works well yeah. And then inside the sit, the home, mm-hmm. it's it's a conventional furnace or is there something different in there?
1: Well, the distribution system is, it can be a couple different things. It, it can be a forced air system with ductwork like, like you have in many houses. It also can be a hot water baseboard cast iron radiators um so it's whatever you want your distribution system to be in floor heating mm-hmm. uh, so you can run everything all sorts yeah, of different systems are like correct that. yeah
5: and it's all just water going through the system or is it
1: well, uh, outside into the field, you have water and and, um, and methanol, which mm-hmm. is is an antifreeze too, because Sometimes you actually get the water you know cold enough where it can freeze outside, and as it comes in your building, and inside, uh, it once again it's, it's a forced air system or a distribution system of radiators, which is water.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. I, mean, I like I mentioned. I remember up front, it, the cost was higher, mm-hmm. um, but like you mentioned, the return was, was, was there, mm-hmm. um, and I wish, in hindsight, that I would have done it, but uh, I think my concern was it, the, the cooling aspect. Can you cool, Does it get cold, cold, cold with oh, the yeah. air conditioning? Yeah. It's not a concern? It's, efficiency is everything here. Yeah. You know, when I talk about how efficient it is on the heating side, on
1: the cooling side, it's far more efficient than any air conditioning no system out there. We You base it apples for apples. It's a SEER rating for air conditioning, seasonal energy efficiency rating. A typical SEER rating of a, an air conditioner you see driving around town is between 11 and 15. That's that's the standard. With with the geothermal, good geothermal system, we're talking in the forties. Mm-hmm. So it's three to four times more efficient than a traditional.
5: No kidding. System. I would much rather pay the uh, the AC bill than the than the heat bill in my house. So yeah. I, I, you know, more of a reason <laughs> yeah. to have uh, uh, the geothermal yeah. in, in the home. Mm-hmm. Um, now, with regards to the installation of that, is that an extended process? It's got to sound like. Well, Days it, of digging. And no,
1: it, it's it's all about your, your yard and where you can put it in. And once again, it's not just for residential systems. I mean, any building can have it anywhere. Mm-hmm. And if you if you start uh, Googling geothermal, you see some of the projects that are going around here locally or around the world. You, airports, churches, hmm. malls, you know, and, and it's all about a good design. You just can't wing this. Word. Mm-hmm. If I come to your house, put a furnace in, no big deal. If I'm yeah, a little oversized, about- you know, whatever, it's not the right thing to do. But with geothermal, you definitely have to have a good Engineered system to put in,
5: and that's something that you would hire a separate engineer to do. Is it all happen through the company? What, whatever company that you that you choose should be able to be the able to lay thing. all that out. Yeah. That's very interesting stuff, and, and, and like you said, the technology aspect is very intriguing to keep pushing forward with you know a greener way of living our lives. Sure. You know, from from a, uh, a um, solar panel on the roof down mm-hmm. to the heating inside the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I when I first first built my house too, I was thinking you know solar panels would be great, but The downside of that is depending on the the way your house is is oriented, oriented. it's really not the most efficient way. But with with this, it doesn't really matter. You know, you can put it anywhere, which is really wonderful. Once it's installed, you never even know it's there. Okay. Well, we have to go take a quick break. Again, if you have any questions whatsoever for uh, me, home improvement related, or Todd for heating, cooling, uh, or plumbing, you can call us at 803-0930 or outside Buffalo, 1-800-616-WBEN. We'll be right back. Joining us on the line is Carrie Hewitt, Branch Sales Manager at the Hamburg Branch of Lakeshore Savings Bank. If you've listened to the show before, you know that Cortese and Lakeshore have a really great relationship. We send all of our customers to Lakeshore, and we actually use them ourselves for most of our banking, or all of our banking, actually. Carrie, can you tell us about some of the ways Lakeshore Savings can help people who are thinking about home improvement projects?
0: Yes, of course, Bill, and thanks for having me back on the show. Um, so as winter is fast approaching, our home our homeowners are scrambling to get their last-minute home improvement projects completed before the cold weather. So Lakeshore is now offering a home equity line of credit with a fixed rate of four and a half percent for the first year. Uh, there's no application fee or closing costs, um, given the loan remains open for a minimum of three years. The whole process takes about Um, four to six weeks from start to finish.
5: Do you offer uh, fixed rate options?
0: Good question. Um, Yes. Uh, As the prime rate is steadily increasing, both our current customers and new customers can take advantage of the lock-in rates. So we offer rates as low as 5% with terms between five to 15 years, depending on the loan contract.
5: Carrie, thank you for being on the show today. Can you let our listeners, listeners know how to reach out to you?
0: I'm currently in the office today so if you want to reach out to me um, my number is 716-646-9480 you can visit our website at lakeshoresavings.com or our customer service number is available at 716-366-4070 so again I'm in the office until noon today so I'm looking forward to hearing from you and again my number is 716-646-9480
5: Thank you, Carrie. And as always, Lakeshore Savings Bank is putting people first.
2: Driving a Lincoln is truly an experience. Hi, I'm Steve Tasker for West Hur Lincoln in Amherst, where our brand-new state-of-the-art facility is now open and waiting to serve you. An experience in and of itself, right across the street from our former location on Millersport Highway. Come in now and drive away today in a brand-new 2022 Lincoln Corsair with 1.9% APR financing for 36 months. Yes, 1.9% APR financing for 36 months on a new 2022 Lincoln Corsair, ready to drive away today on approved credit through Lincoln Automotive Financial Services at 28.60 per $1,000 financed. Not all buyers qualify. Offer valid through October 31st. See dealer for details. And remember West Lincoln's concierge service. Have any new Lincoln brought to you to test drive anywhere in western New York at your convenience. And for service and maintenance, your new Lincoln can be picked up and returned to you when the work is complete. The exclusive new Lincoln seller in western New York. West Lincoln in Amherst on Millersport Highway just north of UB. If you're thinking Lincoln, think West
0: When we use energy more efficiently, we don't just save energy, we save money, too. And with National Fuels Conservation Incentive Program, we can do that in a really big way. Residential and commercial customers can access rebates simply by installing energy-efficient equipment in their home or business, which saves energy in the present and saves money for your future. With your help, we can fuel tomorrow today. Learn how much you can save at FuelingTomorrowToday.com.
6: Replace your windows and doors with a simple plan. Give Big L a call. That's right. They'll come out and they'll evaluate your need. They'll help you select the right product. They'll give you the pricing, of course, and they'll arrange for installation so you can enjoy your windows. Big L Windows and Doors. Carrying the Marvin window line and the Thermatrue door line. They're located on William Street in Chicktawaga. The address is 27. 27 William Street in Chicktawaga, and their phone number is 716-895-8484, biglwindows.com. Stop in and tell them Dominic sent you. They'll get you that extra special treatment with the total trust guarantee. If you ever have a problem, they'll take care of you. They've been around a long time, just like uh, we have at Cortese Construction. We partner with Big L for our window needs, and you should too. Our brand-new building on Main Street and Clarence fully uh, equipped with the Elevate window from, uh, the essential window from Marvin. So come out and see it at our place or go into their place on William Street in Chictawaga, 2727 William Street. And always remember to buy right the first time
7: and buy from a HammerTime partner. I'm Joe Larigo for the Larigo Law Team. Larigo Law has been serving clients throughout Western New York for over 48 years. The Larigo Law Team is a full service law firm with experience in every area of practice. Whether you're looking for help with wills and estate planning, divorce and family law, criminal matters, bankruptcy, real estate, small civil disputes, or even complex commercial litigation, the Larigo Law Team has the experience you need. For any of your legal needs in Western New York, give the Larigo Law Team a call. I'm Joe Larigo, and with my years of experience, I'm ready to help however I can. I know that when you're looking for a lawyer, experience and personal attention matter. As your lawyer, I pledge to provide you with both. I'm Joe Larigo with the Larigo Law Team. We're on your side and in your court. Joe Larigo and the Larigo Law Team, on your
2: side and in your court. 101 Slade Avenue, West Seneca, 824-7200.
6: Hey, you've heard me talk about Ava roofing for some time now. We're glad to have them in the fold here as a Hammer Time partner. And you know I tell you that they do excellent work. Well, I'm not alone. Guess what? Western New Yorkers have shouted from the rooftops and proclaimed Ava Roofing as the best roofing company in the best of 716 poll. Exciting news. Now, when you call Ava, you get an on-the-spot free written estimate and project drawing, an expert foreman on your job, and a 10-year labor warranty on every roof. Call 343ROOF or go to AVAROOFING.com to schedule your estimate. You can do it right online. You can learn more about their third annual roof giveaway, too. More on that in the weeks ahead. No purchase necessary because every dollar saved counts. And always remember to buy right the first time and buy from a Hammer Time contract.
7: Hammer Time! Go with the
6: Welcome back to Hammer
5: Time Radio. Again, this is Phil Cortez, joined in studio with Todd Schmiegel, plumbing and heating extraordinaire. Um, we are talking about anything home improvement related, anything plumbing, heating, or cooling. Uh, the numbers to get involved are 803-0930, 1-800-616-WBEN, or you can text us at 716-803-0930. And we actually do have a text here, Todd. It says, does a geothermal system work during a powder outage?
1: No. Unless you have a generator, just like any other heating
5: source, you, you need power
1: to, for it to operate. So um, the question, that answer is no.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Very easy uh, and, and simple. So the, the the like anything, you pick and choose what you want with the generator. So you could feasibly decide if oh, you sure. have the generator yeah. to run something like that. Yeah, absolutely. If you have natural gas, then you put a backup natural gas generator in. But we don't want to burn gas anymore, so <laughs> yeah. but but that Make, works that way. Makes sense. Um, so, you know, we were talking briefly about all the different options with regards to uh, geothermal heating. The other thing that we, we talked about, um, we we are using a lot more with regards to our industry where people might have a boiler system, you know, because our the the our, the homes in our area, that was a very popular thing. We didn't need air conditioning back in the day. So boiler system put in. Downside of that, there's no ducts. So if you do want to add air conditioning, it becomes a problem. So we've been doing a lot of what we call split systems. I'm sure there's different names for them.
1: Yeah, they're, they're air source heat pumps and they can go in individual rooms or several rooms and they work equally as well. And the newer style, air source heat pumps actually work in our cold winter climate. Uh, they're not as efficient as a geosystem, but they, they do work down to, I think, zero or minus five degrees outside temperature and provides you air conditioning at the same time.
5: So what you're doing there then is you're eliminating the need for ducts, you're putting these heads around the, the house, mm-hmm. and does it all run off how, where does it run? Like, where do you put the unit?
1: Well, there's an outside condenser, but that's almost a misnomer because the, the, the unit outside can either be a condenser or an evaporator, depending if you're heating or cooling your house at the time. So mm-hmm. there is one outside unit that has to go somewhere, and it can power up to uh, a, tip, a typical one, can power up to three separate heads. Now, there are bigger units, and I can't say I'm very familiar with that, uh, can power a whole house, and they have a distribution block uh, sort of for, for bigger houses and systems. So there's definitely a way of doing it
5: with an air source heat pump. I gotcha. Yeah. And the benefit too with that is the the lines that you're running from that condenser then, they're mm-hmm. run in the walls? or. or
1: yeah, sometimes you got to
5: expose them outside
1: and you cover them up to make them look nice mm-hmm. and get them through the basement, fish them through the walls. It, uh, it's a little more of a
5: project, but they work. Well, it's less of a project than installing ducts everywhere. Yes, it is. I yeah. mean, the old way of doing that would be mm-hmm. you'd have two systems, right? You'd have one air conditioner in the attic, duct mm-hmm. the first floor and, yeah. and, or the second floor and then... Run all the ducks in the in the yeah. basement, which is yeah. a massive project because well, ducks are small. Yeah, exactly. or ducks dad, aren't small, yeah. I should say. Your dad has in his house, exactly. Some attic and then hot water heat throughout there exactly. House. Yeah. And they got air conditioning conveniently right after we moved out. Wow. I remember as kids, <laughs> my brother and I would we would go sleep on the basement because It was so hot oh. in our in our rooms above. Uh, we were above the garage, um, so yeah. They, as soon as we left, they're like air conditioning is going everywhere yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> nice, <laughs> um, but we use those the split systems a lot when we're doing additions because. Um, you know, like you said, the ducts are either yeah. hard to get to some instances yeah. and you can individually control each area. Yeah, They're there are, pro- are problems, without a doubt, because when you can't get piping to that area,
1: they work good. And that's also a second source of heating. If, you know, face it, if a furnace or boiler fails, at least you have another source
5: of heat in mm-hmm. the house
1: until it can be repaired. Yeah,
5: which is nice. And that is something, too, that, you know, I, I had one in my old office mm-hmm. where... like I mentioned, I like things cold and, you know, the other office was much more where you can individually control them and and not run it off of a, um, uh, like a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? the central heating? Yeah, yeah, yeah which is, is nice because you can't really get that drastic temperature de- variation even if you do have things zoned separately with a with a conventional furnace, right?
1: Correct. I mean, you can zone traditional furnaces they, they they work well but not as as good as this now when you guys are doing an addition, you really insulate them well. so all of a sudden you, you know you need less heating or cooling in that space too. So if you have a separate air source heat pump or, or something like that,
5: um it's easier to control the temperature. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So we do have another question that is text in. Uh, and again if you want to give us a text that's the same number to make the phone call 716-803-0930. The question is do I need to cover my outside AC unit for the winter? Great question. The only thing I recommend is uh, some type of uh, plywood on top of it, uh,
1: being held down, just for ice damage. You don't gotcha. you don't want to enclose it in plastic or a tarp because it can't uh, breathe during the wintertime and it prematurely rusts mm-hmm. that way. So if you do cover it with a uh, breathable tarp, like a canvas, it's okay. But I don't know how many people have canvas. But put a piece of plywood on top and secure that, just
5: for ice damage. Like if icicles are falling, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I uh, I have a, a cover that came with mine. Um, but it doesn't look like it's really set up to breathe at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always wondered that. You know, I see people with plywood on it. Maybe I should do that on top of the, the air conditioner just yeah. as protection.
1: Yeah, like I said, if you have an ice issue, but your house probably won't. It's a new house that's well-insulated, perfectly insulated, so you shouldn't have any ice the angles. The,
5: the one area that I do have uh, an issue with is the radon pump that I have it pulls that hot, moist air up through the roof deck. And I do get some mm-hmm. um, ice melting from that, yeah. but that's a whole other ball of wax. That's another story altogether. I'm still trying to figure that one out. Well, actually
1: I like to learn more about radon. I have a question. I mean, When do you know you need to? How do you test for radon?
5: So you have, um, if you're building a new house, you have to wait a little bit because all these new products, they have outgassing, right? So mm-hmm. they have, the carpet's gonna have something coming out. The, the laminate floor, the tile, it's all gonna have some sort of outgassing mm-hmm. happening. So generally with a new house, you wait about a year. And then you can go to Home Depot. You can go to Amazon. You can go anywhere, and they sell these kits. You just put it in the basement, mm-hmm. um, and it absorbs some of the ambient air. And you send it out to a a, 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 a testing facility, mm-hmm. and they'll they'll send it back and say, "Hey, your you know parts per million or whatever they tested on are X." And mm-hmm. I believe the number is four. Or lower, you don't have to do anything before and above, you have to. And don't quote me on that number, but Mm -hmm. uh, they tell you all that in the testing information. Now, if you have a situation where you have the ability to run this PVC line through the walls Mm -hmm. when you're building it, great. If not, then it's done outside and you have that pump on the outside. Um, So we have to take a quick break. Um, Again, we'll be back right after this.
8: From the WBEN Newsroom, I'm Tom Puckett. Here's what's happening. The Board of Trustees at Shays announcing Michael Murphy is no longer its president. Murphy had led the theater venue for six years. The board is now going to form a committee to open a national search for Murphy's successor. The board also plans to announce the addition of several new trustees following its annual meeting October 29th. The man accused of gunning down his estranged wife while her children were in her car earlier this month, was indicted yesterday. Adam Benefield is charged with murdering Kiara Benefield, and DA John Flynn says there was a restraining order against the suspect.
4: We uh, bumped up the contempt charge to an aggravated criminal contempt, and that is now a D felony. So he's facing, obviously, the A felony, the D felony, and the three misdemeanors. He was remanded, continued to be remanded. He uh, faces, obviously, 25 years of life in prison if he's convicted. The return date is... Uh, November second,
8: uh, Flynn says judges need the ability to factor in the danger among those arrested. Gun violence, the topic of a symposium at the Theodore Roosevelt inauguration site this afternoon, Marilyn Nicholas Brewster says the role of media in perpetuating stereotypes and how trauma impacts people of color will be discussed.
0: Historically, there have been um, you know ways in which persons of colors may have been misportrayed, and so we want to address that and how um, the media is improving that and how we can continue to do that so that we have, as was stated, a fair and balanced view of of all individuals.
8: It begins at noon today. There's also a live stream for the event, and we have a link to that in our story at WBEN.com. The winter weather outlook mixed according to the National Weather Service. The long-term forecast says expect normal temperatures, but the possibility of higher than normal precipitation. From the WBEN Newsroom, I'm Tom Puckett. Come call
6: Let me ask you a question. How do you increase the value of your home? Well, you update your bathroom. That's how. It's Dominic here. And when we we remodel bathrooms, we partner with the best companies out there, like my friends at Twin City Glass. Twin City offers beautiful glass enclosures for your shower or your bathtub, and they'll make a mirror for you as well. For over 50 years, Twin City has been in the business of creating elegant High-quality glass for you and your bathroom. Call Twin City, 716-694-3300, 694-3300. Stop in. They're located in Willitzer Park. Don't want to go that way? We'll come our way at the Come Home to Cortese showroom. We've got all their products on display as well. Twin City Glass, and always remember to buy right the first time and buy from a Hammer Time partner.
9: When you choose cremation, what happens to the ashes? It depends. You may be surprised to know that too often, ashes get discarded because no plans were made for them. Not knowing what to do with the ashes, a family member may just keep them at home. But then that person dies, and then there's no one else to take the ashes. Unfortunately, that's an increasingly common story, as cremation has become the most popular choice. But it doesn't have to be that way. There are so many great options for ensuring your loved one's ashes are treated with the respect and dignity they deserve. The Cremation Experts at Forest Lawn can help you choose the option that's best for your family. So, if you have your family's ashes at home, or you're thinking about cremation for yourself, call your family funeral director. Then call the Cremation Experts at Forest Lawn at 885-1600. Or visit forest-lawn.com. We're all on this planet together, so join
3: Odyssey and find your one thing. Now that it's autumn, check window and door seals for proper insulation and replace your furnace air filter. Join Odyssey, and together each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing?
7: I'm Shanola Hampton.
3: I support the Feeding America network of food banks because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at
0: feedingamerica.org.
4: Hey, it's Bowerly. Does this situation sound familiar to you at hey, all? Hey, it's Dominic your kids here for tell me. tell you they want to do something. You tell them it's a bad idea, but then they go and do it anyway, only to learn, geez, maybe Mom and Dad knew what they were talking about from the beginning. Well, I'm not your mommy or daddy, but I've been telling you, going on 20 years about the quality, durability, and all-around great value of my SIBO vacuum cleaner from Rosex. And I'm still hearing about people who are shopping the big box stores and becoming disappointed. If you're one of those people, it's time to listen to your buddy here and pick up a SIBO from Rosex. Rosex offers the highest quality products at affordable prices and any product that's going to stand the test of time is worth the investment. Just think about how much you'll save by not going to buy a new vacuum every three or four years. The Rosex Vacuums Showroom and Repair Centers in the Sheridan and Sweet Home Plaza Amherst or McKinley across from Monroe Muffler in Hamburg for the finest in vacuums and repairs, Rosex Vacuums.
6: Hey, it's Dominic here for my friends at Lenco. Do you know how to instantly bring that dark stuffy room in your house back to life? Well, I'll tell you. Natural light and fresh air. That's how. There is a simple, affordable way to get bowls. Now that you know there is only one place to go, those in the know, go Lenco. Fresh air skylights from Velux. Offer you a natural light and ventilation solution in one affordable product that are not they're only going to brighten up your home, they're good for your health and well being as well. Lenco can help you with Velux Skylight options to suit your budget. Just choose the one that's right for you, then sit back, take a deep breath, and enjoy the benefits of fresh air from Velux. Find out more about Velux Skylights and get in the know at lencobuffalo.com. That's Lenco, Buffalo. Com. They are located at Delaware and Sheridan. They are located on Seneca Street, and they're located on Sheridan Drive at Transit in Clarence. Stop in. Tell them Dominic sent you. Those in the know. Golenko.
7: Have a time. Go.
5: Welcome back to Hammer Time Radio. Again, I have Todd Schmiegel here in the studio. The number to call us if you have any questions whatsoever is 803-0930 or outside Buffalo, 1-800-616-WBEN, or you can text us at 716-803-0930. Um, we do have a call from John in Wheatfield. Good morning, John. How are you today? Hi, how are you? Great. What can we help you with?
10: Hey, what's up? What's the comparison of price of putting in a geothermal system versus a conventional heating
1: system? Well, I won't talk exact numbers because, like I said, I, I don't own Buffalo Geothermal anymore. You can certainly call them and get a, a better price, but it, it, it's more. It's it's definitely more, but it's you, you look at your return on investment. So if you're paying a little bit more dough up front and you're getting uh, one of the actually the text questions we have up here, are there federal rebates from for geothermal? And certainly are those federal and state rebates that lower the cost. Uh, out-of-pocket cost it is and then the, the additional that you're going to pay I'll, I'll i'll just shoot like 15 20 percent more maybe something like that uh it'll pay itself back with the savings on either natural gas ex- and especially oil and propane which mm-hmm. is are, are very expensive now
10: yeah what is, what kind of problems did you run into in the townships so with getting permits to be uh you know either doing excavation or in some cases they say they just drill it they just get a, a rig in
1: there and they drill a hole. Yeah, oddly enough, most towns are not, there's not a town right now that I know of that's requiring a permit to do this work. Uh, from a drilling standpoint, I know the drillers would tell us that we can only go only go 500 feet down. If we go any more than 500 feet down, that's called you have to have a mining permit. But we never got that deep. We're usually between 400 and 500 feet, you drill holes, stick a couple pipes in, grout it, and then move on. Now is that
10: that is that hole in a casing?
1: uh the top part is because that's uh you know that's where the soil conditions are and then down lower it's it's in bedrock so no no
10: oh so all right so if you hit bedrock the drillers still just they just punch right through the bedrock
1: correct yeah and they love they love drilling through rock it's a stable stable area to drill in
10: well yeah understood you don't need any casing or anything like that yeah yeah i was just just curious because that's quite an investment anytime you're going to put a hole in the ground versus you know a conventional system where you know your payback you wonder you know how long is it going to be you know if, you're, if it was a 20 30 year payback
1: no no it, it's much shorter than it and depending on the situation your infrastructure on and on you know i'm, I'm going to shoot from the hip say five year payback or less
5: i mean your, your insulation in your house has a lot to do with that the size of the house probably has a lot to do with that there's many factors that are be going to the payback correct yeah yeah so, now with the,
10: with the geothermal you're going to take you, you still have to have what a forced air furnace
5: Well, like I said,
1: the distribution system in your house, it can be whatever you want. Typically, it's a furnace and you're putting a heat pump in, or it can be hot water, baseboard, cast iron, baseboard, cast iron radiators, in-floor heat, you know, that's that's up to you. What
10: what type of fluid do you put into the geothermal, into the piping?
1: Outside's a mixture of water and methanol, just an antifreeze to make sure that the water doesn't freeze in those pipes because you extract so much heat from the ground that you're actually bringing in temperatures that are lower than freezing.
10: Yeah, right, yeah, because generally once you get down, you know, below six foot, or even if you go down 100 feet, you're you're still only, you know, in the mid-50s in in temperature, you know.
1: But you're drawing the energy from the surrounding ground. That's that's why it lowers it down.
10: Yeah, understood, Yeah.
5: yeah. I hope that answers your question. Thank you for the call, John um john hangs up and that opens up a line for you guys again 716-803-0930 to text us and we do have a couple text questions here um the question here is my kitchen sink makes a burbling sound and sometimes doesn't drain my friend said that there's a problem with the vent is there a way to fix this um yeah
1: vent, vents believe it or not if you if your vent is plugged up your sink's not going to drain it's like turning a pepsi bottle upside down uh, we're Water leaves or the, the fluid leaves but not like it should uh so checking your vent is a good way of, of doing that it's sometimes are easier than others if you have an air mittens valve which is a vent allowed by code you can simply unscrew that and see if the water goes down if the vent goes to the roof it's a little bit more difficult you might need a plumber there with the snake to uh to snake
5: down the uh the vent and with uh, with that venting um the cheater vents mm-hmm. is that what you the one we put in the cabinet sometimes is correct that, yeah. yeah yeah what they're, did you call
1: it uh, they're called air mittens valves and uh they're, they're allowed by code now for about 10 or 15 years and uh, personally i don't like them i only use them when i actually have to like in an island sink or something like that a mm-hmm. traditional vent system through the roof is your best guaranteed way of, of it working every time
5: very good um next question here on the text um, with geothermal can you do a separate zone to run piping through a new concrete driveway to heat during the winter prevent shoveling
1: you can but I highly discourage it just think about the energy that you're gonna lose by heating a driveway you know if you do it with natural gas you just keep burning more and more natural gas to, to get the, uh, the snow melted and your gas meter just keeps spinning if you're going to do that with geothermal, you have to make sure that your loop field is big enough outside. So you have to pre-plan how much heat you're going to need and then design a loop field big enough to do that. So the cost is is quite high to do that. I, I wouldn't recommend it.
5: That is a, the, the dream of all of us Buffalonians <laughs> is to be able to hit a switch and have that snow melt. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's that's a good answer. I remember once we did we did a, a big driveway for these people and they they had the, uh, the geothermal put in. And when the town came to inspect everything, they made them stop, you know, from the easement with the concrete. They had to do blacktop from the concrete on, so she couldn't continue the... The, uh, they had to hire yeah. a plow company yeah. for the last six, seven feet of the driveway, wow. which is ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. So, um, But outside of that, it sounds like a great idea. I'd love yeah. to have something like that. Yeah, and
1: snow melting <laughs> is awesome. But once again, you're paying a price for it, too. Yeah. You know, it would be a geothermal, once, once again, I don't recommend our natural gas. And watch your meter spin if you want. Yeah, exactly. Grab a shovel or watch the meter. <laughs>
5: yeah. Um, the other question they had was, uh, oh, we went over that—the federal, state, uh, state and federal rebates mm-hmm. with geothermal. Yeah. Um, are those different for each circumstance, or are they like are there different plans that the, the government rolls out?
1: Well, the feds had it, it went away, and it came back again. It was 33 percent or something like that, um, and I think it's going down every year until it goes away, and might might come back again. But the state with NYSERDA is offering so much per ton uh, for your house, uh, so they're they're great rebates. I mean, you're. you're why would it you? Yeah, question? exactly.
5: Yeah. What do you mean by ton? Like the, oh, the sizing of the.
1: Yeah, that's uh, BTUs or tonnage of heating or cooling in your house. You know, a typical house is three, four, or five
5: tons of, of heating. Mm-hmm. Understood. Yeah. Understood. Um, so, those are all great questions. Again, if you want to text us, it's 716 803 0930, or you can call us on the same number. Um, the other couple of things that we were talking about with regards to different maintenance around the house was a big thing. Seasonally, is there certain things that you should be doing around the house this time of year? You know, we're. We're being spoiled today with this mm-hmm. uh, beautiful weather, but we know what's around the corner. You know, uh-huh. and and I know personally at home, I have um, I have the the hose spigots mm-hmm. that are supposed to be antifreeze, but one of them just drips all winter long. Yeah. Um, so, are there things that you should be doing?
1: Well, outside faucets traditionally, if you have the uh, the frost free, you don't need to do anything with them. The biggest thing you have to remember is disconnect the garden hose on them because mm-hmm. if you leave your garden hose on them and it can't drain that water out. Well, it's still it's gonna, gonna be freeze. A problem. Yeah. So if you feel more comfortable, you definitely shut the valve off in the basement for the outside faucets and then you don't have to worry about it. If you have any uh, outside water lines that go to a back shed or barn or something like that, you got to blow those out.
5: And that's been a big thing too lately. A lot outdoor yeah. kitchens we've been doing. I know you did yeah. one for us this week. Yeah. Um, those are all big, important things <laughs> to, Correct, to yeah. get to get blown out.
1: Yeah. yeah. My daughter Riley knows how to do that at our house. So oh, I good. make her do that every year. Nice. Yeah. I'll get then. We to do that then. <laughs> yeah.
5: we, nice. we, do a, we do an ice rink in the backyard every year and uh, I have to leave at least one hose on to, to do that. Mm-hmm. And I bought those expandable, you know, the ones, the hoses you can just put in a plastic bag. Yeah. The problem is they don't reach very far, but they work well for that. Because we learned that first year, Mm -hmm. don't leave the hose outside. (laughs) Um, We have to take another break. Um, Again, phone number to call us, 716-803-0930. We'll be back right after this. As we are right into October, the temps are dropping into the 40s at night. What does that mean? You know that smell? You ooh that smell when your furnace kicks on that first time of the year? That smell is the dust, dead skin cells, bacteria, mold, dust mites that may have settled on the heat exchanger of your furnace all summer long. As the temps are cooling before you know it, the furnace will kick on. Folks, all that unhealthy contamination burns off in, in a day or two Excuse me. However, it's only the tip of the iceberg of what is remaining in your air ducts. You need to call the Indoor Air Professional to clean and sanitize your duct system. They are the only full-service indoor air quality company in Bill's Country. Peter Gordon joins me on the live line. Good morning, Peter. How are you?
7: Good morning, Phil. Yeah. Hey, that's pretty good. Bill's Country. Yeah. Wow. What a year, huh? So far. Hang on. But anyhow, yeah, that uh you described what many people have already experienced when they turn on their furnace because I know we've had the colder temperatures, but it'll, you know, we're getting a little break with beautiful weather now, but uh it won't be long before those uh furnaces are running a lot and uh once again, you want to call today to um to get get talk about getting your ducts cleaned and cuz we're we're about 3 to 4 weeks out. Though we do have a priority move-up list, if anyone has allergies, asthma, sinus, and uh, we try to accommodate. Um, so, and then lastly, um, we have a um, you know the April Air high-capacity dehumidifier um, uh, is an amazing uh, tool as far as drying up your entire house.
5: Yeah, I know my father has that at home, and um, he's breathing much easier now.
7: Yeah. Yeah. There is no uh, no question about it. And also on that note, it's the last uh, week we have till the end of this month uh, where there's a $100 manufacturer's rebate on top of the $250 discount from indoor air on that April air high capacity dehumidifier.
5: Very good. So what are the special Hammer Time discounts today?
7: All right. Well, let's start with what we haven't mentioned. We have... Uh, the amazing healthway medical grade air purifiers that are forty times more efficient than hepa filtration that's right hard to believe but they are a real game changer for anybody that has allergies asthma or sinus or worse you know compromised immune system from um, you know cancer treatments and all that and we have the compact uh... A kind of a newer item that covers five hundred square feet and that can be purchased for under $500, that's right, it's $449. The Healthway Deluxe that your papa has at his ranch, um, that is $300 off still, and then we have the Super V that fits on the furnace, and that is $500 off, okay? And then as far as the duct cleaning goes, uh, we have anywhere from 90 to $150 off depending on the size of your house and the uh, package we put together for you on that. But you got to call today.
5: You have to call 683-3000. That's right, 683-3000 and speak to Peter at Indoor Air Professionals today in order to take advantage of these great savings.
2: Breathe easier. Breathe easier. With Indoor Air Professionals. For every breath. Paid actors represent actual clients.
4: I didn't know how much I'd get for my case. My attorney's now at the Barnes firm got me $2 million.
6: After my truck accident, my attorney from the Barnes firm got me $1.4 million.
7: I'm Rich Barnes. How much is your case worth? You might be surprised. Call our Buffalo office now and let us help you get the best result possible.
9: The Barnes
0: firm. Injury attorneys, call
5: one
4: 800 results, don't predict future outcomes. 451 Grinder, 500 per. AIDS hey, it's Bowerly with some essential information for people who need plumbing help now. We've all been there. You flush, the water starts rising, the sump pump quits on you, or you find water where there shouldn't be water. When you do, call my guy, Don, at Plumbing Help Now. Don's a master plumber. He has been for over 35 years. His customer retention rate, 98%. That tells you everything you need to know. Call Don from Plumbing Help Now. Write down this number, 861-7337, 861-7337,
2: plumbinghelpnow.net. Hi, Steve Tasker for Western Hyundai on Transit Road in Williamsville, where they have new 2023 Hyundai vehicles on the ground right now and ready for same-day delivery. On the ground? They're cars. Where else would they be? It means at the dealership, you know, in stock. Then why didn't you say the cool new 2023 Hyundais are here now? The new 2023 Hyundai Santa Fe, the new 2023 Hyundai Tucson, the new 2023 Hyundai Kona and the new 2023 Hyundai Elantra. All in stock ready to drive away right now. I could have, although I suppose I don't have to say it now, but they are in stock and ready to roll.
9: I hope they roll. That's really a given. Uh,
2: Maybe I should just mention that every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty. A 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and Hyundai's owner assurance. So go to westerhunday.com or head to Hyundai on Transit Road in Williamsville, north of Maple, for your next great
11: deal. On the And ready to roll?
2: Yes, Alex. Just
11: making sure. Welcome to West Hill, New York. Are you living with foot pain? You don't have to. Hi, this is Phoebe with the Goodfeet Store. Do you have shoes that you love but they hurt? Maybe you just can't wear dress shoes or heels because of the pain. We'd like to help you look good with stylish shoes, but still feel great. There's no need to wear clunky orthopedic shoes. The Good Feet store carries over 300 different sizes and styles of orthotics and arch supports that will fit into almost any shoe. With our orthotics in your shoe, you'll be supported all day and you can get back your entire shoe collection. Our goal is for you to stay comfortable all day. And at the end of the day, you're ready to go instead of just being ready to sit down. No appointment is necessary. Just stop by the Good Feet Store for a free, personalized fitting and test walk and an opportunity to experience the difference for yourself. Don't just live with the pain. We're here to help. The Good Feet Store in Buffalo has moved. We're still on Walden Avenue, now in the Target Plaza. Thanks to the
9: Good Feet Store.
6: Everything for your garage is available at Gorilla Garage Gear. That's right. A new garage door? Got that. How about an epoxy coated floor like I have? Yep, got that too. How about organizing your garage with storage equipment and slat wall? Yes, they have that as well. Gorilla Garage Gear, 716 715 6927. That's 715 6927 online. Gorilla Garage Gear. Dot com. And right now, folks, you can save up to $500. New garage door will save you $100. Combine that with an epoxy floor, you'll save three. And if you buy all three, new door, new floor, and storage, it's a $500 savings. It pays to listen to Hammer Time Radio. Go to Gorilla Gear.com to learn more. Gorilla Garage Gear, everything for your garage in three easy steps. Go, go, Gorilla, and always remember... I write the first time, and buy from a Hammer Time partner.
7: Hammer Time.
5: Welcome back to Hammer Time Radio again. This is Phil Cortez in studio today with Todd Schmiegel from Jofus. Joseph Schmeigel, plumbing and cooling, heating and cooling. Um, we just have a few more minutes left before we're out of here. And, you know, Todd and I were talking briefly in the break here. Um, the one last topic on geothermal is just making sure that you're hiring the right contractor when doing this.
1: Correct. It, 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 there's a lot of interest in it nowadays. And I, and I hear NOCO advertising on the radio and they're a fantastic company. But make sure whoever you get to be an accredited company it, uh, it has the the proper credentials to install it. Just don't find somewhere around the corner that does heating and think they can do it because there's a lot more to it. And once it's installed, it's fantastic. It's just a great, it's, it's the best heating system you're ever going to have, heating and cooling.
5: And that accreditation just doesn't stop at geothermal. I mean, that goes across the board to yeah. our entire industry. And, you know, we were talking briefly on the break here about just that, you know, making sure that you're hiring the right people. We as an industry and I think as you know, the world and as, as a whole, we have the labor shortage that we're all dealing with, you know, and, and we see more people just kind of working out of their trucks now, you know, and not having the licensing that we're forced to yeah. carry to Lic- make sure that you're protecting the consumer. Yeah.
1: License and insurance is, is everything. You want a contractor working in your house that doesn't have insurance yeah. and if something should go wrong, where are they going to be when they, when they mm-hmm. go wrong? Nowhere to be seen. So, uh, Licensing is everything in my field. I'm a licensed plumber just about everywhere in western New York, and then along with that, being insured, much like your company mm-hmm. is.
5: And we can't pull permits mm-hmm. for anything unless we have all of our proper documentation on file with each municipality. Um, you know, like we mentioned with these guys that might be working out of their truck, another thing that Todd wanted to, to really stress before – Uh, we do get out of here today is the trades you know we we as an industry plumbing heating cooling electrical we're not seeing as many kids as we used to coming in to the trades Um, you know i remember when when i was out in the field years ago we would have 10 15 kids come from the boces program to come and do their internship with us Mm -hmm. now we get just a handful if maybe one or two if that so the trades are huge you know and and, and in your industry too that's something that oh every every Competition
1: in the plumbing world that I know is looking for something to work. Um, same thing with the heating um, and, and electrical. And being in the trades is, is, is a great job. You know, it's, it's well paying, and mm-hmm. um, you get satisfaction at the end of the day from what you do. And some people just can't sit at a desk in front of a computer. Yeah, it's not meant for them. And you know, college is being pushed twenty-four-seven by everybody, and it's a great thing. I won't discourage anyone from doing it, but is it right for you?
5: Is it right for everybody? Yeah. And that that satisfaction at the end of the day for me is was everything. You mm-hmm. know, and, and when I when I when I moved out of the field in that daily you know construction world, I really truly missed it, and I, I didn't realize I didn't realize I what I missed. Mm-hmm. You know that that end of the day you look at it like oh my god look what I did. Correct. There yeah. is no better feeling than mm-hmm. that. Similar to like when you finish mowing the lawn and you got the stripes just right, <laughs> that same feeling. Yeah. And I struggled for a bit. You know how do I how do I how do I find that other you know, a little fit to, to be able to work with my hands and, and accomplish something. And I'm, I'm somewhat finding that same, uh, sensation with, with cooking. Now, mind you, it's very beginner level Mm. cooking, but it's working with your hands. It's very, uh, it's rewarding to work with your hands to, to, to be able to, to create something out of nothing.
1: Yeah. So where does a kid go now, or anyone? I shouldn't say a kid. Any any adult or kid that wants to get into the trade, what's what's their best way of doing it? ECC, the Harkness, you know. Yeah. I
5: mean, we're seeing kids go through again both and Harkness. Now, like mm-hmm. I said, the overall enrollment is is slightly down in, mm-hmm. in in those trades, and and I'm I'm hearing now from you know my son who's in middle school that they've gotten rid of shop classes altogether, which I loved shop class. Yeah. I loved that. You know, the saws going, the yeah. sawdust everywhere. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, that I think is where uh, we're getting some of the kids. Um, you know, the kids are now going to Alfred um, too when they come back um, mm-hmm. after they're going through their their um, their education process mm-hmm. at, at Alfred, which is good because they do have that beginner level of everything. And then, we have started kind of uh, what we call our apprentice program, where we'll bring in, we'll teach as much as we possibly can, mm-hmm. and nourish and encourage to get you up to a point where you feasibly could start doing things on your own, which has been um, been good. It's been working. We have a couple kids that are expressing interest in the trade, um, but we talked briefly. You know, there's a there's a, a bunch of people uh, that may have just retired. You know, when COVID happened, and said, you know, I'm done working. I'm mm-hmm. gonna go. Sit in Florida and watch the hurricanes roll in. <laughs> yeah, really.
1: But you need the people out there to teach as well. So if the people are coming in, you have to find the aggressive old guy, almost like me, I guess. I used to be the young guy, and somehow I got to be the old yeah, guy. Hardly. Uh, to, to teach the people that are out there. Yeah. And uh, there are people that want to learn. So if you're out there listening, you know. No, call any of us. <laughs> call, call any of us and, and move on. There's people that are willing to, you know, want to want to teach.
5: Yeah. And that's the thing, too. We. We, we, we stress the patience from our foreman to do that teaching. Mm-hmm. So if your kids are, are expressing interest, push them towards us. Give us a call. Yeah. Um, we have just another two minutes here, but we do have one quick call we'll try to squeeze in. Um, this is Mary. Hi, Mary. How are you?
0: Hi, I'm doing pretty good.
5: What can we help you with today?
0: I have a shutoff valve that I can't turn because of the corrosion. And how can I fix it?
1: Generally, they need to be replaced at that point. If you force that valve with a wrench or or muscle it through it, it's one of those things that's probably not going to seal again, and it'll cause you more problems. So uh, get yourself a nice uh, uh, plumber, I hate to say handyman, but a good, trusted (laughs) handyman, or a plumber to see if they can help you out.
0: Okay. Also, should the valve not be pointed down but on the side or something?
5: Um, You mean the orientation of it? Like where where the knob is on the on the pipe?
0: It's on the ceiling in the basement. Oh,
5: yeah. so you you're saying it should be pointed down? Is what you're asking?
0: It is. was wondering if it was pointed sideways.
11: Would...
1: Well, once again, once you see if we get something there to, to help you out, it's it's hard to understand exactly what what you're up against with the, with the valve. But uh, I just encourage you not to force it because that's where the problems happen.
5: Okay, well, thank you for the call, Mary. And Todd, thank you for coming in today. I really, truly enjoyed our conversation. Yeah. There's very few people that I can sit here and just talk to for hours. You're a, a great guy, but also an excellent plumber. And, and, thank you so and much for saying that, Phil, and
1: thanks for all the work, and, and enjoy being out there, and well, enjoy being on the radio. Well, with thank you.
5: you so much. So Dom will be back next week. Um, he will be back here in the studio uh, answering all of your home improvement questions. Um, but for now, thanks for having me. I enjoyed the hour, and uh, I believe I have to sign off with his, uh, his uh, sign-off. Uh, life may be hard by the yard by the inch. It's a cinch.
2: WBEN Buffalo WKSE3
5: HD3 Niagara Falls.
8: Always live on the free Odyssey app. From the WBEN newsroom, I'm Tom Puckett. Here's what's happening. The Board of Trustees at Shays announcing Michael Murphy.
3: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue.